hello 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 family today is a fantastic day for your thought life podcast welcome 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 i am your host michael anderson before we get started small favor please head over to however you listen to us and give us a rating and give us a review this will ensure that all of the people who are out there seeking mindset content will be able to easily find us. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe. Thank you very much. I want to share something with you around today's topic, which is to stop comparing yourself to others. Comparison has real destructive power. I can recall when I was an armed services member several years ago, and there were so many men and women that I trained with. So I got an opportunity to see a tremendous amount of skill and talent, all which appeared to be innate or natural. I remember like it was yesterday saying things like, oh my gosh, she made that look so easy or man, His memory is phenomenal or gosh, they just ran through that in that amount of time that typically takes me blah, 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 X number of minutes. And I was literally family riddled with these comparative thoughts. And at the end of all of that, I always remember starting the day feeling good and kind of ending the day somewhat sour Because guess what? The final impression on my mind for the day was not the good things that I did. No, it was those things that were called out as a part of that comparative process that stuck with me. And so often we find ourselves in a set of circumstances where negativity is so easy for us to focus on. Well, because that's partially due to the talking heads and the news outlets. They really focus on that because that sells. It's very, very difficult and easy for us to forget all of the good things that we experienced, have done, are capable of. So in today's podcast, what we want to do is kind of break this down. Back in 1954, there was a psychologist by the name of Leon Fessinger. This psychologist is responsible for what's now known as social comparison theory. It's the idea that individuals determine their social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others. Said differently, This tendency to compare ourselves to other people is a behavior. And we know that a behavior is how we respond to things that create stimuli. Where we compare certain aspects of ourselves like our behavior, our temperament, our capability, our opinion, status, success, and the like to other people so that we have a better assessment of ourselves. Let us say that it always doesn't turn out that it's a better assessment. There's two different types that make up this body of work. There's what's called upward social comparison. When we compare ourselves to others who are better off than we are, 
and it tends to make us feel dissatisfied. And then there's downward social comparisons. When we compare ourselves to other people worse off than we are, it may make us feel satisfied or even smug, but it also tends to sap our motivation to work harder. Irrespective of which one of these you find yourself in, we know this. There is agreement between science, philosophy, and religion, and all three come to the same conclusion that comparison when against another human being is not wise. Why? Well, there are certain things that take place and if we're in an upward social comparison, when we compare ourselves to others who are better off than we are, and it tends to make us feel dissatisfied, that's predominantly where most of us stop this process and get hung up and start to have problems with a negative mindset. And we know that a negative mindset is contrary to what we need in order for us to hit our goals and objectives. You think about input and output. The principal input that we need is a can-do attitude. Can-do does not go with a negative mindset. They're polar opposites. Another thing that this uh, so-called upper social comparison can do is it provides for us feelings and emotions of inadequacy. Remember how I felt in my story when I first opened up today's podcast? I told you how I'd started the day feeling good. And at the end of the day, not so much because my mind sort of got set in this. She or he is just so much better than me in this particular area. Therein is a perfect example of inadequacy. There's also reduced self-esteem. How you feel about yourself. That's going to be a very large problem, especially if you're coming into that upward social comparison already feeling that you're not up to par. You don't have what it takes you are missing certain skill sets. This is just going to act as a trigger to bring all of those old feelings and emotions to the surface. And then once your body starts to check in with your mind about all these feelings and emotions that are coming forward, then this other thing happens where your body's like, wow, he or she's really feeling a lot of emotions about this. I better supply them with some additional stuff on the same topic while we're here. Yeah, I know that's unfortunate, but that's typically what happens. And then finally, you can have, as a result of these, this upward social comparison, a poor outlook on your future. One of the core things that we're trying to achieve with this channel, family, is that we want people who don't have the benefit of having a coach, who don't have 
leadership and managerial know-how who can't afford to go get those to be able to come here and to be able to establish a new mindset that is in alignment with can do. We get to a point where we're can do. That creates a set of circumstances where when we do look into the future, we can see possibility. We can then take that possibility and use that as momentum to help to keep us motivated to keep going toward that objective, toward that goal, toward that outcome. But if if our outlook on the future is poor, we're going to be demotivated. We're not going to have a glass half full perspective, and that's going to weigh on us heavily. We want to undo all of those things. Let's just real quickly hit other emotions and feelings that can result from this. If you know like I know, the universe, vibration, law of attraction, all of those are either working for you or against you. At the very, very top of the emotional scale where we're seeking to do life from a position of power, it's love, joy, and peace. Those are the principles where you can move through life with positive force and energy. And it's understood that what you put out is what you get back, but more so. Not necessarily double, but certainly more so. You want to be vibrating and attracting love, joy, and peace, which are synonymous with positivity, can do, glass half full. But on the other side of this, if you're riddled with emotions like envy, like guilt, like regret, or blame, or you feel so moved about your disposition, your self-worth, That you have to result to lying about who you actually are, what you've actually done. Family, that's a slippery slope. It is certainly within the negative vibration range. If that is how you are interacting with the universe, that precisely is what you're going to get back, but in greater quantity. We don't want that for you. So I'm going to make a statement, and I want to make a very, very bold statement. I want you to make sure you hear this if you don't hear anything else. Here's what I want to share with you right now. Stop comparing yourself to others. It's unwise. And when you stop it, I want you to begin doing these three things. Number one, we want you to concentrate on gratitude and thanksgiving. When you enter into a mindset where gratitude and thankfulness are your focus, you can't be in a mindset that is both negative and positive. 
what we're saying here is that when you practice gratitude, you are lifted and elevated completely out of the low vibration range right into love, joy, and peace's range. And if you can do life from a position of power, love, joy, peace, you do not have any limitations. These other emotions like envy, guilt, regret, blame, and lying, they just fall right off of you. And what you can do is each time they try to revisit and try to gain a foothold in your thought life, you can deploy gratitude and thanksgiving. All you have to do is stop, get your breath, and begin to think about the things that you are thankful for and the things that you are grateful for. And if you'll practice this on a daily basis as part of a healthy morning routine and then carry that into your midday and then to your afternoon and then to your evening, you will find after just a few weeks of practicing this that you're going to be different. Your outlook is going to change. Your horizon is going to be different. While we're there, let's talk about horizon and focusing on your path. Number two, we have to run our own race. We can't be concerned about what someone else can do. That's none of our business. What we should do instead is do a little bit of journaling. Write down those things that you are very, very capable of doing. List those, put a line down the center and put pros and put all of the things that you're good at on the pro side. And then on the other side, list those as opportunities. And everything that ever comes to your mind that you wish you were better at, put there on the opportunity side. We're most certainly going to focus a great deal of attention on the positive side or the pro side, but on, on the opportunity side, we're going to begin one by one to reprogram our subconscious minds so that those things fall off naturally over a period of time, three to five weeks. If we're faithful to this process of running our own race staying faithful to that which we are gifted and talented in while working on the things that we have as opportunities. We have a second block or a second tier building up. We're able to do some additional things to fortify gratitude and thanksgiving. Number three, as opposed to feeling the feelings of envy, jealousy, and any of those things that are contrary to celebrating, what we want you to do is to celebrate the success of others. Be happy that this person has achieved a milestone, that they've become a millionaire, that they have a life that is free from scarcity-based thinking. Celebrate with them their success. 
I personally do this for all of my friends. I'll tell you something. For quite some time, I was mentoring and coaching. I was doing a fantastic job. I knew that I was doing a fantastic job because the people that I was mentoring and coaching just passed me up. They just passed me by. And and and, and they were in the executive space and, and I wasn't. After a couple of times that happening, you kind of do this retrospective thing where you're like, hey, I'm telling all of these people this, that and the other and they're experiencing tremendous gain. What's up with my story? Why is my story lagging? The universe has an appointed time for all of us to reach higher levels. And there are some boxes and some gates we need to go through to make sure that we prove we're ready to be in those upper echelons. And I had not checked certain boxes. When I started to practice celebrating the success of others, all of a sudden, when I looked up, I've got some traction. I've got some good things happening in my career. Oh, guess what? I'm there now. Whoa, that was fast. And it was almost as if all I needed to do was number three, celebrate the success of others. And I wasn't necessarily doing that. I was creating a whole lot of question marks rather than going, great job, Danny. Dad Gummit, you worked hard. You did what it takes. The universe has said, you're ready, and off you go. Way to go. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to help you, rather than asking a whole bunch of questions of my own consciousness. So those are three things that we can do immediately to stop this whole upward social comparison. I believe if you're able to do these, and I know that you can, this will utterly stop this destructive power that comparison can have. So in conclusion, do not compare yourselves among yourselves. It's not wise. And that concludes today's episode. I want to thank you for this time that you've spent listening to our podcast. Please share this episode with friends and family. Tag me on IG at your thought life, Y O R thought life, no spaces, and leave a comment or any suggestions you may have for the show, or if there are any topics you would like us to cover, we welcome those. We've already built up quite a cache and we'll be fulfilling those in the weeks to come. I want to remind you that you are enough and that you can do it and that you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.